Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi. Hello. Oh, hey. hey, sweetheart. How are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? All right. All right. We have snow Good. or rain? We have rain again. <laughs> we don't um, I've, I've had a mix of both, but today uh, there's sun and so things are melting. <laughs> so it'll be nice and icy tonight, you know. Ooh, you know. When people are going home <laughs> from work. Yep. Yeah. Last night um, or yesterday, I was my daughter's birthday, and she was going to see a concert. And my son-in-law, you know, it was about two and a half hours away, and my son-in-law got a hotel for them. And so I went over and stayed with the boys. I drove in the snow and the rain all the way over. I'm like, oh, I hate it. But I stayed over and uh, took care of them and then came back this morning. And it's just, the day feels weird. You know how when you're outside of your normal process of how to do things every day (laughs) well we do get in habits don't we yes we do yes we do imagine it's amazing how we can feel out of sync but that's all we've done that after years and years because the kids don't have that (laughs) no no it's true (laughs) kids don't do they they're totally totally in the moment so (laughs) Ah, all righty. So have you done this? How have you done this past week? Um, no change. Okay. I know that Metatron had, had given you some homework. Yes, I did work on my homework, but as far as me, no change. <laughs> I still think about the same things. Okay. All right. I feel this um, big wave. I feel this big wave coming, and uh, seems important to to figure out and to be prepared for. Okay. And do you know? Mind. Do you know? Well, it does. Do you know what it is that's coming? Uh, I think first, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, It's a it's it's complete control of our lives. Okay. Both body and mind. Okay. And that is by people outside of our our own uh, choosing, right? What what do you? I'm be more blunt. Well, I mean, it's my. Uh, it's not our, I mean, this is not our choice. This is somebody else's choices for how things are going down. Yes. Okay. All right. And so how how do we prepare for that? 
I, I mean, it's it's a real question for me. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. Oh, know. you mean in the basic, it's food. Uh, it's mm-hmm. having uh, uh, a couple months of cash on hand and not in the bank, and then it's mm-hmm. having uh, possibly having something other than cash available for transactions when when we don't have a banking system. I yeah. see three. I see three distinct. Uh, in my Venn diagram, I see three dis- distinct um, circles that intersect mm-hmm. and unisect in different ways, financial, mm-hmm. uh, health, and um, food scarcity, and all coming to play at once. The lowest, the lowest vibration that's ever felt on this planet from a human standpoint. Right. Right. I, I mean, a really, I a really, totally agree. a really low. You would agree a really low, mm-hmm. low vibration. Mm-hmm. That um, I've had thoughts of of my role in that and this property in that. <clears throat> I feel that there's a vortex on this property that is coming more and more to to activation, and that that may play a role in helping to reverse the the downward vibration. And and I look at two different roles for myself. One is in understanding that, knowing where that's coming from, and if that means to prepare for it or if it means to try to change that. I just can't imagine holding back a tidal wave. Um, If there's enough people who can see that tidal wave, perhaps we can. Perhaps it's not too late to wake up people to say, hey, stop doing this. But right now what I see is I can see how asleep people are because the Stories that they're believing are absolutely fantastical. I know. And the spinning and spinning and spinning. I mean, I was at a meeting yesterday. There are no coincidences. So myself and this other woman who were there to meet with an elected official to say, hey, there's a bill that we're hoping will come out this year and we want to give you a heads up on it, right? And uh, the beginning of the meeting, this man stands up. He's from New Zealand and he's all uh, wrote, this was the road, uh, Rotary Club, and he's all proud of his Rotarian brothers in New Zealand because they sent vaccines to Samoa, and that uh, this whole Samoa measles epidemic has been fueled and created by the the anti-vaxxers, and that in Samoa the anti-vaxxers are telling the parents that they can cure their children of measles by throwing cold water on them. And the group was shaking their head like, oh, my God, they'll believe anything, those anti-vaxxers, how horrible they are. And I thought, now, over half the people in there were my age and over, which means they all had measles, Wendy, just like I had it. It was not a disease that we were scared of. We are are the herd immunity, and they are so – I mean, I I look at that story, number one, the – the whole Simone thing is a setup. It's a 9-11. It's, the pattern is perfect for everything that's done. I can see the pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is a, it is a 9-11. They just announced today that from, from birth to tomb, you'll have to follow all the vaccines in that country. But anyway, um, that's the details of it. But I could see this. And, and they're shaking them. How could they believe that somebody would throw cold water on someone. You could only believe that, number one, if you think it's a stupid country. Right. And number two, it was painted that 
an anti-vaxxer is a witch doctor who has people. Right. And it did not take me long to find a, a picture from, I don't know what date, 1930-something in Germany, showing a cute little blonde Aryan girl with being with her arm, with the, the, the creepy person next to him who was defined as a Jew, uh, with his arm around her, taking her off to an unknown disclosure or an unlo- like taking advantage of her. I was like, well, that's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on here. Yeah. And what does yeah. that mean? That is complete body dominance. Complete body dominance yeah. to anything we want to inject. Yeah. And we have such sick, sick children. I cry when yeah. I think about these sick children. They are neurologically damaged. They, they won't even be able to support. We are going to have a whole in the middle of uh, population. We're going to have older people and then this big hole, this upside-down pyramid is what's going to happen. And no civilization survives in an upside-down pyramid. What I mean by that is that the elders outnumber the youngers. And it's the youngers who have the body strength and the financial working capability to take care of their family. And I can't exactly. hardly, I can't go see my mom. She's Alzheimer's and I know that she's been poisoned like everybody else in there. I can't go into that facility anymore. And I feel the guilt of that because I'm not there for her. Right. And I know it's all been deliberately done. and still being done. And we're being told it's genetic. And it's not genetic. It's just moved to the people. <laughs> Away from the insects and away from the and away from the birds, and now it's in, completely in the human. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. to be crying, but I feel like there's that load, okay. and I believe that yeah. it is that World War Two is not over. We just brought them here to continue the diabolical activities against the humans. Yeah. I assume it's the humans. I feel I'm human. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Us, the us's. The so, yeah, I heard a piece of information the other day that I'll share with you. I don't know if you've done any research on it, but it might be a cool thing to do some research on. I have a client that has autoimmune challenges oh. just up the wazoo. <laughs> And with that, you know, the the horrible depression that comes with it and it's just really bad. And she has started getting peptide injections. And the difference that the peptide injections have made in her life is is mind-boggling. In a matter of two weeks, it's like the the inflammation in her body is gone her her mood has stabilized she's able to eat and able to sleep and able to function it's just truly extraordinary and she was telling me that while it's not cheap and if you want to talk to her i can give you her number she'd be happy to share with you what she knows and connect you with the people that do the peptide stuff um, there are 
different types of injections. They, they, the peptides, they have a series that can treat autism and a series that, you know, treats cancer and a series, you know, that treats MS and, and all of that. They've uh, got it worked out and they're working with people giving them peptide injections and negating a lot of the, you know, physical, mental and emotional trauma that people are experiencing from these different diseases. So, Interesting. Yeah, I would I be, oh, I, definitely I, connect us. <laughs> send me a note on that. Uh, like maybe a dual introduction, so she'd be expecting. I'd be very right. interested in that. Right. Um, yeah, her name I mean, her name is Vicky. Yeah, she's living in okay. uh Florida right now, but um yeah, and and I was like, "Wow, where's where's that? How come we're not hearing more about that?" But she says that, you know, not everybody can can afford it because it is it is expensive and it needs to kind of be an ongoing thing, I think. Um, oh. But well, see, it goes to I, show I, that no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that, and I don't know if that's true. I don't know what the process is. I just know that for her, she had been doing it and then stopped and went into this tailspin, and now she's doing it again, and she's better. So that was just an assumption on my part. Okay. Um, I just was learning about uh, chlorine dioxide which is actually not a chlorine, um, supposedly a very safe process that has recovered uh, autism children or made them better. That poor person, mm-hmm. her name is Carrie, she's been completely wiped off YouTube. Uh, her, pro- her book was taken off Amazon. You know, it's getting more and more difficult for, and it's, uh, you know, it's a 10 cent a day treatment mm-hmm. takes time mm-hmm. but it re- remo- it's actually used in water treatment plants um, but mm-hmm. it's, it kills the viruses bacteria and fungal that we've all been shot up with it's causing those autoimmune yeah. aluminum doesn't yeah. belong yeah. in our body there's also a new product I found which is more on the expensive side I'll be sharing this with Vicki because this could help her too that's called TRS it's a zeolite and it is positively charged and the heavy metals are negatively no it is negatively charged and the toxins are positively charged and it it uh, it's attracted to these honeycomb shaped molecules that then encapsulate the heavy metals and move them through the kidney mm. the uh, and they you do not need they chelate and attract together so you don't have to have chelation Okay. As the method. So there's a double process currently in a detox, which is to first re- get it to come out. Well, mm-hmm. the triple. First you have to remove what you're putting in so that your body can start to take it out. And then it needs to right. be chelated like with uh, cilantros and um, some of the other green plants that then capture mm-hmm. it and, use, and take it either through the kidney or the um, liver for detox. Right. And I just bought and is, that. Is and this I started a, that. Is this a supplement you can get anywhere, or 
No, no, I can. You're on Facebook. I will. Uh, I will offer you an invitation to it, and just like okay. listen to what the parents are reporting on these children that they've been able to okay. change, and themselves. I mean, there's post yesterday on people saying, "Hey, I noticed my skin tag got red and fell off." Anybody else have that? And somebody would pipe in, "Yeah, I didn't even connect the two." Um. Hmm. Wow. getting kids that will now give eye contact and because it's a heavy metals. And one woman, a lot of the parents will do it well. With, they might do it first themselves and then do their kids. But so there's a lot of parents' kids on it. And so the, this one woman wrote that she is taking it herself. She feels so much different and so much better that she realizes how diabolical the uh, – purposeful pollution has been mm-hmm. basically she said it in a better way but yeah these things yeah. purposely it's coming in our air it's coming in our water it's coming in our food and we are soon to be com- parents lining up feeling proud i remember how proud i felt v- vaccinating my children i had i i had absolutely no idea i was participating in the destruction of the the human species. That's how I feel yeah. now. Right. And and I also believe that our our vaccines have been tampered with even more since the time that we received them so that ongoing the destruction is is greater and the you know the things that are, the autism and and Asperger's and things like that that our kids are experiencing, I think are are a byproduct of that because you didn't see that much when you didn't see that as often when I was a kid. I don't I don't even remember I don't even remember hearing about autism until what the 90s, right? It's like it it became something that was common and it was uncommon before that. So, yeah. It, yeah. Well, it started with yeah. um, DDT mm-hmm. back from my grandparents' time uh, as adults. DDT mm-hmm. uh, was, became very prevalent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so our moms were dosed with DDT. And then mm-hmm. I was dosed with DDT. What year were you born, Wendy? Fifty. Oh, you're older than 1950. I. 1950. Yeah, I'm oh, almost seventy. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations! I actually 70. would have put you younger than me, not by much, <laughs> but a little bit. You look great. Thank you. Uh huh. And your energy is good. So. Uh, yeah. Thank- yeah so, thankfully. So that was, you know, that that then that's carrying through. That's carrying through to our children and then their children. It could just be what we're seeing as a third generation deformity. That makes it really, really difficult to trace what the trigger is. Right. Because we're passing those evils on from one to the other. And Yeah. Well when you when yeah, when when you consider that wheat wheat that that we're eating today can is genetically modifying our bodies. It's it's a crazy thing to to think about, right? I mean, it's yeah. That's what Metatron has always said. If you want to c- 
control the masses, what would be the way to do it? And people go, oh, television, media. And he's like, well, yeah, that's one way. He said, but you control, you'd control the masses by what they eat. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the function of how sugar behaves in our body and the, the greatest staple on the planet is, is wheat and wheat products. And uh, he said, yeah, that's how you control, how you control the masses. That's how you keep them asleep. That's how you shorten their lives. Take the nutrition away. All this started yeah. after the war, after World War II. Yeah. It really, yes, it, it really took, it took a, uh, it became a concentrated effort, and we bought, we brought those horrible Nazis over here. And I, the one thing in my reading, people would consistently say, like the, uh, survivors, would consistently say, is they, they, the things they would do to other people. They just weren't human. No human would do that to another. They weren't really saying they're not human because that wasn't a concept that they could fathom. It was just right. they're not human. They're not, no human would do that to another. And they were brutal. And I think, how did you get millions overnight, get millions of educated people to become barbaric? Yeah. My husband says, oh, that's, that's inherent in the human species. We're very, we can do that. Human species, I, I don't believe that. I'm sorry, no matter what. I don't believe that. I don't think that's possible. To get people to I, do inhumane yeah. things to another. Well, if you, it's happening, it's happening right now. And Trump is the, the trigger right now. And the people that are Trump supporters are, you know, attacking physically, mentally, emotionally, attacking people that that don't believe in Trump. And you know, it's it, it's happening right now. Uh, so. well, that yeah, but this kind of hurt that they were willing to do was mm-hmm. well, yeah, it was systematic. I mean, it was it, it, it's beyond it, it's it's not even on a standard deviation chart. From human, I mean, it is. I don't even want to say the things that that they were willing to do to people just to kill them. Uh, it's, it's the gas yeah. chamber, the gas chamber talk. You know that, that we think that's how it was done. That was you were lucky if that's the way you died. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, I've you heard were lucky. Yeah, I've read that the was stories. the icing, yeah. my friend. The real story behind it, very different. The first yeah. list that was created, um, like Crimes Against Humanity, when finally the world's got, yeah, we'll charge some people, come up with a list of who should be, you know, who we should charge. The first list was 3.6 million individuals to be tried. And it was like, well, we can't do that, right? That's too many. And they, you know, sliced it to this very small so that humanity thought that we took care of all of it. So how, to me, how do you get 3.6 million individuals to become inhumane. There's too many flags that I question on that. I question this, our population growth numbers. Then I still don't see how that can work either, that chart they have for how many people live on the planet. I don't mm-hmm. see how we could reproduce that quickly. 
You have to have more than two who have to go off to have more than two who have to go off and have more than two. And we've had plagues and we've had wars and we've had other deaths. So you've got to have a lot of people reproducing like rabbits to get yeah. that kind of a chart. So I question, But I'm not a mathematician that can, can prove whether it is possible, plausible or not. It's all a numbers right. game. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I, my dump. Yeah. This is all the things that are through my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why? I don't know. I say, well, I wouldn't be offered this information if, there wasn't, if I wasn't supposed to get this information. Maybe I'm wrong right there. That is my incorrect assessment. Well, I and and I personally can't can't say a right or a wrong with it, right? It it's just I and Metatron had written down like what's what's your focus or what's the counterpoint to the information, right? Um, have you thought about where you'd like to 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 focus and bring awareness and step into over the and action? Over and over and over again. And I have little ideas on that. At the same time, this... Uh, it just... It just doesn't end in the sense that I keep thinking, well, there's more to know before I can formulate that. What I'm feeling now, after listening yesterday to this story of throwing cold water and realizing how gullible that group was to listen to it, and it took all my might to not speak up with some of the facts that I have, or no, the information that I have assessed on Samoa. Um, right. As a quick one, they, pro, they, they, they genotyped it, and it's a genotype that's, that's a mutant virus, the D8. It's not even t- protected by the measles vaccine. And it started like a wildfire. Right. You know, they, they, and, delivered them, they had no measles. Then, then they got a shipment of 100,000 MMR vaccines, and then they had an, and then they had a measles outbreak, and when they genotyped it, it isn't even one that the vaccine would. So they stopped genotyping anybody. And by the way, 60% did not even have measles, who they had verbally said had measles when they tested it. So what was it that they actually have that's flying through there that now is being used as propaganda to make sure that everyone vaccinates? And why is it always measles? Other than the fact that when the, when the measles test was recently, vaccine was recently tested by a company, and I'll send you the, the information on this, of the 560, well, it's grown on human fetal cell. So it's human-to-human data, DNA. It's not supposed to have human right. DNA in it filtered out, but it had whole chunks of DNA in it, again, which is not, they said it didn't, but it did. And of the 560 genes that, are, that we know can mutate to be cancerous, all five, six, 560 have been mutated. Hmm. It's a cancer-giving vaccine. It's a cancer-giving vaccine. And then and the so no, I have basically a book, Samoa is a huge, a huge experiment then, right? Experiment 
disaster made uh, made public in order to set world opinion of anybody gullible enough. <laughs> Not even gullible. Right. Yeah. You know, how many? Me? I mean, me, I could be the only one in Castor Valley who could see this. Well, do you, do you remember Mitch? Mitch no. was part of channeling um, Mitch, a, a really old friend of mine. And he studied with my teacher as well. And after she passed, he you know, started hanging around with me, studied with Metatron, became a channel, got married. And he and his wife are anti-vaxxers. And they had a, you know, a session with Metatron about, you know, what the heck can they do? Because there's getting to the point that there's no place that they can go that is safe. That, you know, they wanted to be able to move someplace where they they didn't have to get their kids vaccinated and they were willing to leave the country. And Metatron told them that, I think, you know, basically that there wasn't going to be that availability unless you were like totally off of the grid someplace. And, and even that wasn't, wasn't a sure thing. You know? so it was kind of fascinating that he would say, you know, if you're going to do something, do it fast because you may not have the options for very long to move or to go someplace to to get, get out away from being vaccinated. Yeah. yeah that's what I feel. But even out e- e- yeah, even outside of the country it's challenging. Run so. but you cannot hide. Yeah. That's what I'm and thinking that's, there's not going to be a place to go. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they now want to revaccinate all of us oldies. <laughs> I'm like, nope. Every time I go to get a wellness check or something, they're always saying, we want to give you this, we want to give you that. Nope, thanks, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks. And uh, they think I'm crazy. They have the right to, they have standing orders. So if you go have surgery, they have the right to inject you while you're having surgery and can't say no. Outstanding orders. My cousin was brought in in a uh, a uh, an ambulance, unconscious. They didn't know why she had had a seizure, and uh, they had no idea. They were trying to just figure out keep her alive. And the nurse walked in and said, "We'd like to give her her flu vaccine now. Will that be okay?" What they're not even following a scientific concept, which is never introduce two variables when you don't know what you're dealing with. Exactly. Exactly. Oh that's my God. common science. I know. That's, and every time yeah, there was a nurse shift change, they asked again. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. My doctors, you know, frown at me, but I'm like, no, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. And and the crazy thing is, is that it's mandatory for my grandsons to get flu shots every year. And my my daughter and my son-in-law as well. It's mandatory. They can't work or go to school without a flu shot. What state are you in? Connecticut. 
Connecticut. I didn't realize that had happened. That's ridiculous because, oh my gosh, they must have. So how are the health of the children's, uh, the children around them, their schoolmates? Well, everybody still gets colds and flu every year because it's never the, you know, the the flu vaccine is never for what's what's coming. It's always based on last year. Um, so everybody still gets sick, but you know, there's there's the group of healthy kids, and then there's the kids with the challenges, the you know the the ADD and and all of those type of things. And uh, you know, it's my daughter. She can't lose weight to save her life. It's like she tries everything, and she can't lose weight and she's you know unhealthily unhealthy <laughs> it's just yeah it's just kind of scary it really is scary and i understand the, yeah the toxins are not uh they're they're stored in her fat if if she lost weight she'd have to deal with all those toxins so her body's like holding on yeah. to them that's all the that's all the storage her body's putting it yeah. away yeah like trying to trying to set it aside so it's not impacting and it's and it's the fat that's protecting her kind of a thing so and yeah yeah it is so so anyway you asked what do you yeah i did ask i did ask (laughs) so so let's let's go ahead and bring metatron in so that um you guys can have have time to see how 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 do you move forward right that's a good that's a good question <laughs> right it'll be just a couple minutes thank bring you bring him in Right, namaste. Namaste. Hey, Metatron. Hello. I just talked Wendy's right. ear off. Were you listening? That's all. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. I was hanging. I was hanging out in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've done an amazing amount of of research. That's the only way I can fathom anything, yes. Yes, and you have an incredible wealth of knowledge. We're to that point of asking the question, now what? Now, Now what? How would you like to use all of this information that you gathered and garnered to to be of service? Um, 
I don't know if it's possible to be of service. I guess because I see it as the big picture, I think there's a tidal wave coming, and I don't know that you know how many people would take to be able to block the tidal wave. We let the tidal wave in, and then you clean up afterwards. But I just don't know if there's cleaning up available afterwards. Yeah. But I see there's this huge amount of suffering and the lowest low that this planet has ever felt. Yeah. Indeed. Well, during during current times, at least, let's put it that way, right? Because your planet has uh, exterminated itself a number of times already, so it is uh, okay. So that that is a, a possibility, right? That is one of the the variables that is that is possible. What else is possible? What else is possible is to remove our our being I'll call it our soul mm-hmm. from this karmic this controlled karmic gravity well environment that continues us to live through um, harsh emotional times over and over and over again mm-hmm. I have played with the idea for my trip in Peru that there are that we have a common death exit port that keeps us in this gravity well, but that there's another if we look behind us there's another opportunity there's another exit path that is one with the universe hmm. thing, isn't it <laughs> all right and um, I said fascinating, isn't it yes. and so how does one get to that exit path as opposed to the loop? Uh, acknowledging that it's there and turning around and looking for it and not and, and ha- dying awake. Right. Dying awake and conscious and uh, right. saying that's not just the, I'm not just being swept along. I'm going to, um, I'm going to crawl, to begin with, to crawl my way to a different, um, path of existence. I named right. all my my concepts. I have done my my work in there with um, Good. my diagram is three, and it could be more, but I've only seen three concentric circles. The first one I called um, seed of the intellect, where ego yeah. exists. The second is seed of the um, seed of the soul, which is knowing mm-hmm. that you are more than just uh, what you appear to be. And then there's recently I saw Seed of the Universe, which is an all-encompassing, all-is-one greater universe, but I haven't been able to spend much time out there looking at that. And in between those is the sludge of... um, Seed of the ego, Seed of the intellect is the hardest to get through. Because it's the first time, and it's very thick, and it keeps being made, that barrier between the two keeps being made thicker and thicker and thicker to keep us inside our uh, ego. And that's where the gravity well is. 
And that's mm-hmm. where we've been living and, and continually repeating with karma. Once you get right. into the other seat of the soul, we can see ourselves as um, have compassion for one another, but still within just this planetary environment. Right. Not, not understanding right. there's anything else. And then seat of the universe, I just have a name, and I know that it, or my belief is that it is uh, beyond this earth. And I, I don't right. know. I mean, am I describing ascension? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think yep. the whole thing I have there could be BS too. <laughs> nope. I would say that that you are definitely uh, speaking of the ascension process, right? When when you're trapped in trapped in the ego uh, process or the ego life, right? The egoic aspect of the self and then as you are taking your journey to awaken to understand yourself as as god i am as as uh you know consciousness as opposed to uh, to a body uh that is you know the next great step and the final step on the journey is when you are able to uh, move into that place of what I call unisonness, which is oneness with all things, and it is that place where there is there is no judgment, there is no no ego. It it is all about being part of of everything, part of of the whole, and there's uh, you know that is the place where most humans don't want to go because they feel that they will lose themselves. They will be lost if they have, you know, don't have the ability to judge. If they are part of everything, they don't exist anymore. And that is what the ego uh, tries to tell everyone. That is partially why the journey of awakening is so challenging. Right? is that that the ego uh, wants to exist. And so, yes, indeed, you, you very nicely you know, created a, a blueprint of, of ascension or a partial blueprint of ascension. No? Okay. So where, where, where are you in this journey right now, then? Um, I... Well, I, I, see to the, so the second ring. I've had glimpses in order to know that there was a third ring seat mm-hmm. that I call seat of the universe, which you called uh, uh, unis, un, unis. Well, it, it, it is unisonness, <laughs> right? It is when you reach a state of unisonness, right? We, I would call it being fully conscious, but. Uh, you know, it is when you, you, because your ascension is filled with many steps, right? You are, you are taken through many different steps and experiences. And when you reach what is that, that state of unisonness is when you have, when you have connected on, on that cosmic level, right? 
you get you you get that right yep yep the uh okay what my concern is with this wave as i've called it is a big vacuum created with much much suffering because when you suffer especially when your children suffer or a loved one suffers you'll make a deal You'll say, whatever, just take me, don't take them. Whatever it is I promise to do, such and such. Like you make a deal with the devil in order to, take it, to try to save the life of your child or to remove the suffering of your child. So when we see this big vacuum of suffering coming, or I do, and I think of what will happen in that suffering, those, who didn't, those, that, those that have are not able to be born awake are going to just, Hold into that gravity well. That's my that's my hypothesis. Well, be comment um, on your that. Hy- your, well, your hypothesis. I would say that people negotiate with God all the time, right? Any time they're not making a deal with the devil, they're negotiating with God, right? And some people, uh, you know, their prayers are answered. And some people, the prayers are not answered. And there has been the, the pain and, and the gravity well has, has existed for millennia, right? And so what you're seeing as something that's going to become larger uh the reason it it appears larger is you're looking at it with different eyes right you're turning around and looking back on it as opposed to being in the, in it looking looking forward to the direction where you stand at this time and so really it hasn't shifted that much oh. the truth of the matter is is that it has not shifted that much what has shifted is the number of people awakening upon the planet and that has shifted exponentially over the last 20 to 30 years that is something that is uh you know uh, to be celebrated yeah, and it is also uh, on the backside of that causing uh, those that would rather be hidden to work harder to keep people asleep. So it just becomes harder to wake up. But, but here's the tricky part. Everything is in divine order. There's nothing outside of source. And so while there is this aspect that would be pushing for, let's just just call it dark, there is equal to that the aspect that is is bringing the light and, and bringing balance to everything. And that is how it will always be. 
it will always be. It oh, is so no, that, yeah, dark's not going to win. Well, I hear that. I mean, I hear that over and over from people. It's like, don't worry, don't worry about it. It's, it's all be good because we're being covered. You know, the dark isn't going to win, and we'll all work out. But I sure don't. I sure don't see that from the. Well, well, you're not. Yeah, you're you're not. You're not. You're not going to sit around with an umbrella drink and just allow things to happen, right? Light workers are here for a purpose, right? (laughs) I like that picture. With an umbrella drink. (laughs) Yeah. That is why you are called light workers. And your job is to anchor more light. And so if you can concentrate on anchoring more light, right, then then you're doing the work. You're you're doing your job and it effectively is a counterbalance to that which is not light. So it's like those things that are not light need to be addressed. They need to be seen. They need to be known. Like you have been, you know, studying. But a light worker, you work with the light. It is the light that transforms the dark. Got it, right? So what is your work? Well, um, in that case, it's it, it could be as simple or as complex as I want to make it. Indeed. Indeed. That is that is the truth. And I will say to you that there are those that put their shoulder to the grindstone and really push to combat the dark. I that will say to you that 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 any time you are combating it means you're out of balance, right? You will have a difficult time combating. It doesn't mean that you can't shift things. It doesn't mean that you can't, you know, do do the work. It just means that the shift in how you do it is needed because expanding your life, right, doing the work of the light is counterpoint to that which is dark. And you, beloved friend, are not alone in this journey. You don't have to put on your, your sword and your shield and do physical battle with the dark. That is the job 
of Metatron and Michael and the angels and, and all of the ascended masters that are here to be of assistance. We are in the mix with you. It is your job as a light worker to bring light to things. So if you're being given a piece of information, let us just take the, the inoculation. How do you bring light to that? How do you bring awareness and change to that using, using light? interesting to think about, right? How these things that are out of balance and and what does my woman say, yucky, right? How do you shift it, right? Well, you, you shift it by, by being an anchor for light and doing, doing whatever work that it takes to to help something transform from dark to light, or at least from dark to neutral. So, you can't do it all at once. You've got to find something that feels like it is your passion, that, that spirit is calling you forward to lend your light to those things that need healing and shifting, whether it be whether it be the the medicines or whether it be you know the money or whether it be whatever, right? That that's your greatest tool. Among all of the research that I've done, right? I mean, I have been pretty busy <laughs> this past yes, year. You, yes, you have. Uh, um, I do love my plants, my cannabis plants, and I think mm-hmm. there's a, a, there's a lot there's much work that can be done in that area. Yes, um, indeed. And fortifying that those plants as having the energy to help heal. Yeah, how do you so. Yeah, how do you approach cannabis in a sacred holy way? I have some ideas right? on that. I I am looking Fantastic. for a uh, a true a plant, herbal plant grower. It doesn't need to be cannabis, it can be in anything who still has the knowledge of um the sacred process of growing, basically. The sacred process mm-hmm. of growing, growing with intent. Yeah. Uh, there is a woman. The plant. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a woman that lives not too far from you, a friend of my woman. Her name is Veronica Hernandez. And Veronica is working to have all of the plant medicines legalized. And she's from Peru. She's from mm. a, a a tribe a tribe uh, that that honors the the plants and the medicines and uh, I would encourage you to uh, to reach out to her. She lives Absolutely. in San Francisco, yeah, and she might be someone that can help you with that, right? 
yeah, I've played with my process a bit. Um, I know water is an important component, and the mm-hmm. ener- the memory of water that water can transform. Okay. The process of starting with the seeds through the good soil medium, protecting from the not using harsh chemicals or anything, just letting them grow to the way that they want to grow, and then the sacred harvest process. I've done some research on making hash. I think that is one of the best areas that I can work in because uh, that is well. And that would be a good question for you, is it, the, or with her, mm-hmm. the, the entire plant, or is the important healing portion the trichome portion? Because that contains all the cannabinoids, the terpenes, right. and the flavonoids. Right. The plant material itself can mold, can have other complications. It ages. And if you select the trichomes outside of that, I'd like to develop recipes on how much of what type to add to ointments and whatnot to make pain topicals. Right. All right. Work with diabetes, all of that kind of stuff. Yes. Right, right. Different parts of the plant are used for different things, obviously, right? But but the whole plant needs to be uh, held as sacred because cannabis, beloved one, is a consciousness. Do you understand that? Oh, yes. It is not, yeah, it is a consciousness. And so, you know, mother cannabis, right now is uh, there's there's so much going on uh, that she's unhappy with right uh to the detriment of the plants the plants could be so much more effective if the the sacred awareness was there and how they were treated and and grown it would be uh tenfold the the healing ability of the plant. And so you're going to use some experimentation on on the distillation process, right, to to separate some of the things. Do you have a steam processor where you can distill through steam? Yes, my husband has a we have a still. He he takes care of that for me. Cool. Beautiful. And I do know right. that they that the plant is unhappy that we value it only for its THC and it's judged based on its THC and it's pushed just on its THC. I do know that. Um, it doesn't need high THC for it to be healing. So it's finding right. that balance right. and respecting that right. balance. And, and right. it has right. to do, my, I have a young man that gave me some of his clones from his seed that he, he created this his breeding program, and he's worked and worked and worked for this particular plant. And you, I could tell just next to my other plants that have never had that, mm-hmm. I could completely tell the difference in the spirit of the plant and its confidence right. in itself. It grew right. better. It grew faster. They'd had confidence, and the other plants had mm-hmm. no awareness of itself. His plants are pretty right. amazing because he has a, he right. put a consciousness into his plants. 
of course. But think of humanity. You can have an awake human being and a sleep human being sitting side by side, right? It's, it's the same with the plants. I would say one of the greatest detriments to cannabis is that uh, that idea that it is uh, is based on money, right? A lot of people are doing cannabis only to get wealthy, and so that also has to be overcome, right? And the honor brought back to the plant for its its divine healing process. So. That is. Not... Go ahead. I'll tell big... you my compliment. Uh, I... No, go ahead. Okay. I think, in thinking about exactly what you're saying, um, I think the plant going in hibernation like it had to because of the laws actually saved the plant. Because if we weren't aware and cherished it, which those growers cherished it to keep it alive. Uh, it would have fallen under a GMO. Well, it already is GMO'd, right, with the tobacco plant. It will be a horrible plant. So um, it will lose all of its medicinal if it's GMO'd. But because it was hidden, we've developed, uh, we've developed an appreciation and a connoisseur of original plant, and that will help to protect the plant. And those people who are using it for money, they may go and work and make it cheaper and less effective, but there will still be enough boutique-type respecters of the plant to keep it going. And even those who abuse the plant, who only see it as getting high, they, if they are, uh, they will still protect the plant because they don't want it to be GMO'd. They really don't. They don't want it pesticide. They don't want to have no, no value anymore like it happened to broccoli and everything else that went through the process. So I think it can be, even in the environment of which it is, there will be workers who will protect the plant even though they're only, they're, they don't understand its medicinal properties. That will allow those of us in the background who are doing the medicinal work to not have to have the shields to protect it because someone out front, visible will still be protecting it. That was my take when I looked at the process okay. of what's happening and right. what is going on. Right. Well, you know, there's such an explosion, particularly in your state. And so you're going to see a lot of very rapid changes in the laws and the, the taxes and all of that yep. in, in, a, in a bid to you know, exert control, and within that, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, within yes. that, yes. you know. So you will be one who honors the plant. Yes. Right? Fantastic. Fantastic. So how will what you create with the plant be different than what everyone else is creating with the plant. That is part of your uh, part of your goal to understand, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 create create that, right? So that what you are creating stands alone. And it may be that you find through uh, a conversation or 
or connection with others that that work with you know the plant uh, the plant medicines that sometimes uh, for this you can add a bit of another medicine in with the cannabis and and create something that is even more potent than what is already being offered and so you know having a conversation uh, with Veronica is fantastic. Another person who has been studying plant medicine who is in your uh, channeling support group is Angela Seagraves, who is now living in uh, Montana, I believe. But, but she also has some great wisdom about plants and that type of thing. So you have some resources to expand your your yes. you know awareness and 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 to to peak your uh, you know creative ideas right so good all right that is a fantastic way that is a fantastic way to be a light worker right to bring light to bring awareness to bring healing. This is a big. This is a big arena, right? This is a big arena. So, is that your passion? Is is that where your heart leads you right now? That is where my heart leads me right now. It tends. I tend to go oh. off top. I won't say off topic, but just off off. Um. Well. Yes, so how you are pulled in many. I'm, I'm pulled in many yeah. ways. Yes. Yes, you are pulled in. You are pulled in many ways. When you can focus and, you know, concertedly work with something, it has more juice than if it's watered down, you know, in twenty different directions, beloved one. And that is really the reason that we are trying to. You know, get you to to bring in the scope of all of this information and all of these understandings, and to pick, you know, one or two that are the most important in this moment. And then, how do you bring light to that? How how do you, the light worker, work with those things? Right to to be in service because. If you are working with cannabis and creating conscious plants and and uh, and excellent healing through the items that you're creating, that's being in service. Right? I think I needed to be- know what, how imp- how imperative it will be to have some help. To have some fundamental change because, like I said, I really see like a tidal wave. Right. That's going to have people really hurting financially, yes, health. Yes. Yes. It is. It is true. And um, scarcity, starving. Right. And here's a funny thing, beloved one. Metatron has spoken of these things time and time and time again and asked people to 
please become prepared. Have food storage. Have water storage. Mm-hmm. You know, have a plan, mm-hmm. right? Do you know that you are the only one out of the hundreds and hundreds of people that we have asked to do this? You are the only one. Really? Indeed. Wow. And so it is not that, you know, the world isn't getting around. It is that people get so frightened that they become stymied or they say, oh, that will never happen or I'll believe it when I see it or, oh, you know, uh, you know, the government will take care of me. Whatever, whatever their reaction is, right? Uh, you know, my my woman, while she doesn't have, when she lived in California, had a huge food storage. You were aware of that, right? No, I never got to go to Wendy's yeah. place, but oh, she yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, she she and her man had about a year's worth of food storage and water storage. They collected the rainwater, had it in very large. Uh, sealed containers upon the property. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, she listened, you listened, but, uh, you know, all of the other people that that Metatron's spoken to and others around the world speak to, it it falls on deaf ears because people can't hear. They just cannot hear. They don't believe it'll happen. They don't believe it can happen. And, yeah, they do believe the government. They don't know that the silos are empty. They don't know that the yeah. fields are empty. Yeah. They know how hard it's going to grow is going to be to grow food, right? And that all the food they're it, getting at the store is polluted, right? Well, it's already hard to grow food, right? It's already yes. difficult but, to grow food. So, so my point is, is that you can put a lot of effort and energy into talking to people about doing those things, right? things that will take care of themselves. And yet, the most you'll get is some people will buy a few cans of food and a couple extra bottles of water, thinking that, oh, you know, in a couple of days, everything will be restored. So you can you can share the information. Don't spend too much time there. The people that will hear it will hear it. Those that won't, won't. And you've got to... You've got to let it go. When you disseminate information, give it and and release it. You understand? Instead of giving it and feeling like you've got to, to push, give mm-hmm. the information and release it. That is why we were saying to have a have something that you're writing to share with people, right? You give the information and and you release it. And it can be information on, on, you know, any topic you like. But where are you really needed? Where can you make a difference? With your cannabis, one place is one place. Where else can you really make a difference? Without oh, without uh, without effort, would would just shining light, just turning the light switch on. 
wherever I yeah. can. I've worked on doing yeah. that in Sacramento when I went to a couple hearings on the new mm-hmm. vaccine bill. Mm-hmm. I was, in my mind's eye, I went into the halls of yeah. Sacramento and turned on the light and said, "You will be sh- you. Yes, the light will be on Good. you." Because I can't imagine how. Well, I can't imagine how Washington D.C. chambers must just be filled with so many, so much dark ickiness. Yes, if Sacramento, as a state level, mm-hmm. was a place I didn't even want to walk into. Right, right. I can't imagine what D.C. is with the because that's where the wars get decided and funded. The killing machine right. all exists in there. Indeed. Indeed. And so, you know, you can also do it on a very personal level, Luan, by, you know, teaching people one-on-one or small groups or, you know, you're walking through an ascension process. How can you help others awaken? Oh, I would, if I use the, the, my diagram, my concentric circle, where you have to go from ego into soul level, and that is getting thicker wow. and thicker and thicker, harder way to access different areas of our brain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that The plant medicine helps break that down for people to get a glimpse. And the more glimpses you get, the more holes you get, and pretty soon right. the holes become greater than the thickness, than the... Uh, than the solid so that that circle disappears and you're much greater. Right. Well, I will tell you that, you know, know, the the asleepness, right, or needing to move through that that level of, of awareness or awakening, right, is is really pushing through illusion and and pushing through your own uh, fear and and moving oh, yeah. through your own uh, you know uh, that place of not knowing what you don't know until you don't know it right and so those are all things that you can assist people to do right it is what Metatron and, uh, and my woman do, right? We assist people to wake up. That's, that's our job. That's our job. You have the added gift of working with the cannabis, right? So how, how you begin to, to look at those things and implement them in your life Right, and and help help others to awaken. That's what you're here to do. That's your work, my friend. What? You are when a I light worker. Asked, when I asked why I was hearing, seeing all that I was being told, could say through in mm-hmm. altered state or meditation, whatever it was. What, you know, why am I here for this? The message I heard is because you're part of the cleanup crew. All right. There, does that make, what does that mean? 
How does that work with what we just talked about? (laughs) Well, I would look at it a little bit different, you know, semantics. If somebody is stuck in the goo and you're helping them to get out of that, right, that's kind of being part of the cleanup crew. You're clean, you know, you're helping somebody clean up from that point. I would say that that your your job here is not only to to you know give a hand up to people, but when the times get tough, to you know give a hand up to people. Right? It doesn't matter if it's now or then. You're going to be doing the same thing. You're going to be helping people to awaken. You're going to help the help them to open their perceptions and their eyes and their awareness so that they can then, you know, start shining their own light, right? You don't have to wait for something quote-unquote bad to happen to go to work. You're the cleanup crew whether you're you're cleaning up today or tomorrow. Hmm. The thought that you have to hang around and wait for bad things to happen before it's your job, that is uh, that is a perception we would love to have you shift. Okay. Yeah. What you do today will make an impact on that which will occur. All right? And then when things do occur, you're already there making a difference it's not like you have to you have to say oops okay now i need to go put out the fire you're you're already there okay that make a little sense to you yes good you don't have to you don't have to wait for the house to be dirty before you clean up this milk you just spilled it's beautiful, great, great analogy, right? Great analogy, and so yeah, there's there's nothing to wait for. If you if you can entertain the idea of no time, no space, it's all now. Then what you bring is now. Every day is now, now, now. So. Don't need to wait, my friend. Just need to do what it is that is in front of you. And right now, it feels like your cannabis is what uh, is is the most enlightening and enlivening. Yes. And when you're needed for other things, you will be there. Your soul will make sure of it. Isn't it good to know that you don't have to do this all by yourself? Well, yeah, I'd like to find. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to some others coming to me, or me finding some others. Right. Yeah. 
and some of those others are you know non uh, non human plane dwellers <laughs> right say that again don't forget <laughs> i was i was joking some of those others are non human plane dwellers oh and yeah. what i mean <laughs> what i mean by that is is call upon metatron call upon michael call upon anyone that that you would like ask for what you need ask for what you want Mm -hmm. that is an important part of this process for you right and you know let us be your backup right let us be your door openers let us be those that help in any way that we can Don't forget your connection. Right? We can do we can do so much more than than how you've relegated us to this point. I'll open the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Yay! (laughs) Excellent! Excellent! All right, my friend. Anything else for today? Um, so this is our last um, organized meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what I'll what I want to do is get connected to the individuals you mentioned, and then All right. I'll uh, I'll I'll well, I'll formulate my my approach one piece at a right. time right. please remember that if you have a question send a text to my woman she will check in i'm happy to answer right okay that's, then I, you know, I that's, think, that's uh, always today today going forward please you know please let us know if you have questions right and then um I think it'll probably be about six months to get back on a phone call again unless I get stumped in some other way, but uh, I'll be able to call on you and others to help formulate the process. I'll just play it by ear from there. Yes, or absolutely. Or if I get stuck going down the, if I'm going down a, if I'm not feeling enlivened, <laughs> then I'll yeah. be checking back in. <laughs> Please do. Please do, because we... We support you, beloved one. We support you. Sometimes you feel like you're the only one out there, but please know that we support you. Uh, What... um Compared to 30 years ago, you said 30 years, people have been awakening the past 20 to 30 years and it's just gotten faster. Right. It, it more is more. that, you know, you know, more of the, the crystal children, the rainbow children, the indigos, right, have been coming to the planet over the last 30 years in greater numbers, right? And so the awakening process uh, has up 
that is is that what you're asking about yeah yes what and and it, what um if you were to give me a some a graphic to see or something, how would I see that speeding up i mean what 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 velocity of speed up mm-hmm. that uh, do you understand what I mean by that well well that would be difficult i think that what you would have to do is you'd have to go back maybe for the years and see what was available in the world at that time related to spirituality you know what was the temperature of of spirituality where were people's consciousness at that time and then move forward right and and see how over the last 30 years, there have been uh, so many people awakening and teaching and writing books and how, how things have expanded, uh, you know, upon the planet. Take a look at the Deepak Chopras and, and you know, the, the people that have been doing the work for the last 30 years, right? Uh, they stood alone for a great amount of time. And now... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, and now there are so many right, doing the work, awakening, and helping others to awaken. So that, how do we quantify that? I don't know how to quantify that other than, you know, just, just. Well, I can see the movement. It understanding just, it. Yeah, I can see the movement. I just don't know how many individuals have followed the movement. We can see who's written books and who gets on television and <clears throat> who gets people to show up for their live conferences. But I don't know how many oh. people, uh, how many people who are listening, are awakening. Right. Well, millions, millions, and even if you, uh, you know don't have a a way to count it right how can you how can you judge another's awakening process everyone awakens in a different way right at their own rate and speed so you know i don't know that that is such an important number to have but understanding that it has sped up and is continuing to speed up right and it is because of people like like you doing your work, right? That's part of it. Each individual point of light is so important. And I have been finding those workers or ones who are not like my neighbor down the street who's working, going to work with horses. Heal the healers is what my take was on her horses. Oh, yes, indeed. Equine healing is so powerful. Right? Wow. And, yeah. and look, at, fr- look at friends of yours that you know that are now leading journeys to Egypt and to Africa and, and all of that and, and awakening others as well. You know, it, it it's like dropping the pebble, that story about dropping the pebble into the water. You plunk it in right. and, and the ripples go further than you can know. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. 
All right, my friends. I'm Thank going you. to go ahead and invite my woman back so that she can give you some uh, uh, information. And then uh, we will be available to you if you need us, all right? Thank you. Mm. Indeed. Happy holidays. Huh? Hey, thanks. Thank you. Mm. Indeed. Namaste. My friend. Be while I get a drink. Mm. He must have heated up the room. My window is all fogged up. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> of course, it's 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 cold outside where the oh. temperatures are dro- dropping, but it's like. When I when I left, the window wasn't fogged up. Now my window's all fogged up. That's funny. <laughs> all right, all right. California heat your way. Oh, not cold like you. Well, though. yeah. Well, it's funny because we're having some Arctic weather uh, oh, one of over the blasts. weekend. Yeah, and then next week for Christmas, it's up into the. High thirties, low forties again. So it's been kind of a of a roller coaster for us. So uh, that's hard. It's not bad. System, that's hard for your lymph system to balance. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, um, natural yeah. uh, natural healers like natural paths or plant or homeopathy plant work don't believe that there's an actual flu virus. At least my natural path is no, it's just cleansing. It's your lymph system runs the opposite direction for a while, and it's all the cleansing that you need. If you don't get sick, you're not cleansing. Hmm. Well, boy. It's a hard thing to wrap your mind around. But, you know, and I get that colds are cleansing, but... But there's a nasty, there's a nasty bug going around this year that I hope not to have any part in, whether it's cleansing or not. I'll, I'll promise to cleanse in a different way. <laughs> but maybe it's nasty because people need so much cleansing. Because when I've had my last three colds since the fire at Paradise, they've been harder and they've lasted longer. And I have residual coughing that lasts a lot longer. And when I ask, what is, I, I, like, I, my colds never lasted more than a week. When I was a kid, they were three days. One day I got them, the next day I had them, the third day it was going away. Now I could be sick for three weeks. What's up there? It's like we're trying yeah. to get rid of the stuff that you were, had to breathe during those fires. Having a hard yeah. time purging that out. So is yeah. that a worse bug? Or am I in worse condition? Gotcha. Good point. Good point. But there's been no fires here, right? So, but who knows what other... Yeah, but all other... The the heat that this fire had, the Paradise Fire, Mm -hmm. was so hot that it took the particles to a higher elevation. They were much smaller, and it did go. 
And the, mm. the Fukushima has gone now all across the whole planet, the radiation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So we might think it is not in our face, but that does not mean that we are not feeling the poison of the earth. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So I just got the message that I'm supposed to give you a phone number Mm -hmm. for, for my friend. Her name is Veronica Hernandez. Yes. And she does plant medicine stuff. Um, Her number is 510-984-7676. And she's a shaman. She's she's an extraordinary woman. And um, I can try to send a group message on Messenger. She doesn't respond great that way. My recommendation might be to send her a text to say, hi, Wendy said, you know, touch base with you and do it that way. That okay. might be an, an easier way to connect with her. She's, um, yeah, yeah, neat lady, neat lady. Oh. And there's also an Angela in Montana. Oh, Angela Seagraves. You can find her on Channeling Support. I do not have her phone number. Okay. But you can find her on Channeling Support and send her a message. She's lovely. She'll respond and be and be excited to do it. She's a neat, nice lady too. So. All righty. Thank you for your ear today. You're so welcome. Thank you for what you shared. I really appreciate that. So, unfortunately, I need to run to the restroom, get ready for my next, next person. One. So, and so, so you have Merry touch. Merry Christmas. Yes, yes. Please, please. Any any time, any time. You you know where to find me. <laughs> Thank you, and we'll um we'll enjoy our little ones. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. The best. I worked all last holiday season and I felt like I missed out on so much. And so it's like tomorrow I'm done and I don't work again until the first. So there you go. I'm going to do holidays. Yay. I'm going I'm going to do holidays. I'm going to do I'm doing love this year with my family. <laughs> Yay. Does Yay. that include a uh, uh one of the uh gingerbread houses? Um you know what's really funny? The uh, Mohican Sun, which is a casino, does a a gingerbread house every year and all of the schools come together and all the kids do it and you walk through it. It's a it's a big thing that you can walk through and it's decorated and it's really cool. Oh, that's really cute. I don't, yeah, I don't know that we'll be doing a gingerbread house, but we're going to do, we're going bowling. We're, we're going to just, you know, we're going to play. We're going to play after Christmas is done. uh, Just spending some time. Yeah. Yeah, That's why you moved there. So go do it. Yeah. (laughs) It is why you moved there. You didn't move there so you could be on the phone. Okay. I love you, Wendy. Thank you. I love you, too. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, Luann. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.